Hammer Time, episode number nine, week zero. Today we will talk about leans, games that I'm actually betting, a couple uh, review items from the coaches poll rankings versus the actual real rankings that just came out, uh, a number of other little things. First, before we do any of that, let's thank our sponsors, Serenity Apparel, Smythe Automotive, UC Student Painters, uh, Anchor Podcast, uh, and let's just jump straight into it. I won't bore anybody with the ads today. Today, uh, we'll actually talk about football. No more NIL, transfer portal, realignment bullshit, TV deals, and none of that stuff. Uh, Not great football, but football nonetheless. I will give out some leans. I'll give out a couple plays that I'm going to be making. Uh, These are all gross. They're just like terrible, terrible, terrible games. But um, I'm thankful that we'll have some football on TV to watch. Uh, I, again, I'll tell you right now, like they're just terrible. Um, I am struggling, you know, like unit wise, how much I'll actually put on some of these things just because of uncertainty, um, surrounding these teams. Um, there's a couple that I really like and that I will actually do like full normal size bets on, but just so we're full transparency here, um, a number of these games I talk about, maybe I might not even bet. You'll actually see my bet slip, so you can see what I did take, what I do feel comfortable enough, and what I'm confident enough in. Uh, but still, I've got good information here, and there are going to be a number of good plays, so uh, it is worth listening to and tagging along. Uh, just going through real quick, the coaches poll ranking that came out, a couple weeks ago versus the actual rankings that just came out to start the season. My thoughts and predictions were pretty much all valid uh, or validated. Michigan moved down two spots, which is closer to where I thought they belonged. Arkansas moved up four spots, I think from 23 to 19. USC got bumped up. Uh, Michigan State got bumped down. And... Um, Really, everything else pretty much stayed about the same. I think for how much I like Baylor, it might be in people's best interest to take them for the Big 12 championship, uh, plus 550. I think right now Oklahoma and Texas are both up there in like the plus 200s. And then I think Baylor is kind of back there third or fourth with um, Oklahoma State around that plus 550 area. Uh, so Jimbo, a couple funny quotes. Jimbo said last week, it's, it's getting to be time to shut up and play. Uh, Saban, you know, they talked about last year was like a gap year for their program, which is crazy because they probably should have won the national championship. Uh, but he said that it was a rebuilding year. So I don't know how anybody, I, we haven't actually like talked about this and I don't have a future on this, but how anybody could say that. Alabama's not going to win the championship again this year. Um, that might be some of that rat poison stuff. You know, he hates that stuff, and he hates to talk about that. But for him to come out and say like that they're rebuilding um, or that they were rebuilding was just nuts to me, that it was rebuilding year and they should have probably won the championship. Uh, so look out for them, uh, as always. The <laughs> I think this is just funny. The Vanderbilt head coach said, we all know in due time they'll be the best college football program in the nation about Vanderbilt, which is 
stunning, uh, like delusional. Uh, even though we will talk more about them, and I do feel confident, as I have felt in previous episodes against uh, Hawaii Week Zero. And this is just a crazy stat that I wasn't really aware of, but I just read about it. When Lincoln Riley took that job at USC, uh, the program got 43 new players on the roster in a six-week time frame. Just kind of crazy to think about. I don't know what limits there are, number of players that are allowed on a team in college football. I know when they make cuts in the NFL, they have to get the rosters down to. Um, but I don't know how it works in college. But to think that you got 43 new players in a six-week time frame is just bonkers. Um, there's a lot of question marks out there. And obviously, I am a believer in them. Uh, but without further ado, kind of skip into week one here. Uh, these are in real no real order. I'll talk about Vanderbilt Hawaii last because... I uh, that's my favorite out of anything that we'll talk about. That's my favorite. Uh, there's only three here, but I think for the most part, I feel pretty comfortable on all of these these ones here. Um, I'll post leans and stuff like that a little later. Um, but week zero, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll say I'll bet every one of these. Uh, I'll I'll ride with you know with each one of these plays here that we talk about. Uh, First game is going to be Utah State versus UConn. Uh, I'm going to go and ride with UConn plus 28. Uh, they First of all, Utah State loses the top three receivers from last year. Their offense was electric. They had a really good season, and I think they ended up getting there to the Mountain West um, championship game. Uh, I think they had an 11-win season, too. Uh so they lose their top three receivers. They also lost four of their top five tacklers. Uh, in most categories, UConn is going up. Uh, they really don't have any room to go down. They have a new head coach in Jim Mora, who coached at UCLA and professionally for Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I think he probably excites them for at least five or six games, kind of like their new head coach does every couple of years. And I think 28 is just kind of semi-disrespectful. Utah State allowed about 400 yards a game last year. And if Connecticut can just kind of move the ball and pick up a couple first downs and get two, three scores, uh, 28's just like out of the picture. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Connecticut also gets that Penn State backup from uh, last year. His last, I can't remember his first name. His last name is Robertson. And he uh, came in there at Iowa when Clifford got hurt, and he pretty much single-handedly cost Penn State the game. Uh, maybe against the lower level of competition in another year of getting better, he'll he'll improve. Uh, he obviously was a good enough recruit, and um, Franklin had enough confidence in him to throw him in there behind Clifford. So who knows? Chalk it up as a bad game. The kid's obviously athletic. Uh, he can run, so... If he gets a couple spaces, pretty porous defense, that's what I'm saying. You just kind of keep the clock ticking, keep up picking up first downs, maybe you get a score or two, and then 28 is just too much. Uh, you know, So if UConn doesn't show improvement, they're being talked about being bumped back down to FCS, which is also probably a huge uh, Kickstarter for them. That's like the last thing that a university would want. Um 
and Jim Mora, well, really any coach in general, when you kind of light that fire underneath them too. Uh, I just think that he'll help turn the program around a little bit. They're still going to stink. And 28 to start off the year there is probably a little bit too much. Um, And I believe, no, that game is, I think that game is at Utah State. Uh, Nebraska, Northwestern. These two teams are both on my do not bet list. I think I briefly mentioned it an episode or two ago, and I left both of them out. I don't, maybe I mentioned Northwestern, but I definitely did not mention Nebraska. Uh, I couldn't get behind that Adrian Martinez guy last year. Luckily for Nebraska, I don't think that's their quarterback this year. I think their new uh, quarterback is that uh, Casey Thompson guy. Um, I think he's the transfer from Texas. Yeah, Texas sounds right. Or Kansas State, one of the two. But uh, both teams are off of a 3-9 and nine season. Uh, this game is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be played in Dublin and uh, Ireland. And I really can't stand either one of these teams. Like I said, they're both on my do-not-bet list. And 3-9 and nine seasons last year. Uh, I think Northwestern lost six in a row to end the year. Scott Frost is on the hot seat a little bit. Uh, week one, can you really, you really have that much confidence? A new quarterback that your offense going to get going, and neither one of their defense are too bad. So, uh, I think fifty and a half. They're asking both teams to put up twenty five. I just don't know if that happens. So, um, yeah, I'll ride with that under fifty and a half. And uh, lastly, here. Vandy minus seven. I said this a couple episodes ago. They get their top four tacklers back from last year. Their quarterback had a really good freshman year, and then his sophomore year he slumped. Uh, typical kind of what you see in the NFL, not college, but comes back and he has more experience. Um, some sites have this at minus six and a half, but I've said and will stick with it the minus seven that I've talked about in previous podcasts. Uh, Hawaii has a new head coach there who's a former player, Jimmy Chang or something like that. Uh, They only have four returning starters on offense, and they lose 10 of their top 12 tacklers from a year ago. Some weird shit happens out there on that island. And (laughs) the game in Dublin, I just don't know. I don't Confidence level in all three of those picks that I just discussed is pretty low. Um pretty low yeah i'll just leave it at that i i don't really feel too confident about anything there i do think that's interesting though and i you know i've read both sides for why you take hawaii why do you take vandy um the head coach there vandy just has so much confidence in them at the end of the day like i've talked about they're an sec program hawaii has so much new stuff coming it's how much you know it's not like new bolitnikoff or new Heisman candidate like USC. It's like completely new players, new head coach, who doesn't really have any coaching experience. He's just a really good former player. Uh, And then you lose all those tacklers on defense. You only have four guys coming back on offense. I just don't know how Hawaii – I think Hawaii is going to really, really stink. The only thing they got going for them out there is that they're on that island time. Uh, and that's might throw Vandy off a little bit. Hopefully they fly in there and get like a couple days adjustment. Uh, I don't really know how that process works. I'm assuming that's how it works though. That they know better than to just show up a day before. 
but yeah, I mean like the, you know, internal alarm clocks and, you know, your internal clock and you're thinking they're 4,000 miles away from home there. So just never know. I'm hoping uh, they got a bunch of guys out there on the, from originally from the West coast that have come over here to Vanderbilt and their internal alarm clock is, uh, a little bit more um, Western time, but yeah, you just don't really know. And I'm, you really know even less when it comes to Hawaii. So my Vanderbilt play is going to um, stay here. I'll stay with that minus seven. So that's really all I got here. This is week zero. It's awesome. Like I said, they're shit games, Nebraska, Northwestern. You will not hear me talk about the rest of the year unless I'm betting against them. Uh, same probably similar thing here with UConn um in Vandy and Hawaii I mean you're talking about three and nine for both of those teams Vandy has had two wins last year UConn is lucky to get a win maybe two wins a year max I mean you're talking about four four teams there maybe a total of eight wins and like last season between four teams there so it's it's not gonna be yeah it's, it's not gonna be great so uh that being said though i don't care if it's great football or not we're only here to make money we are here to be on the right side of the coin and uh, i confidently can say in these three games i like where we are uh, the rest of the games i don't know too much and i haven't looked too hard so We'll get there. We'll get to week one. I can't wait. Those are all great matchups, and that'll be even better college football watching. I appreciate you all listening here. Tail with me. UConn plus 28. Nebraska Northwestern under 50 and a half. And Vanderbilt minus seven. Uh, That's all I got for you guys on this episode. We're approaching so quickly, so stay with me. We're going to win a lot of money. Hammer time. Out.